we gotta stop we gotta stop these prime ministers from dressing up as aladdin <laughs> say what you want about trump but there's no yep. photos of him in blackface there is justin trudeau's like I can show you the world yeah. like in blackface. Like, he's just like he's putting shoe polish on his face while he's singing it. Aladdin is light skin. Yeah. In the fucking in the animated series, like in animated series, in the fucking Disney movie. movie yeah. There's yeah. an animated series. I, I think so. Yeah. But he's light skin. He's not super dark. I don't. I don't. Maybe it's like the picture quality, but I don't understand. It's terrifying. Why he made his face midnight colored. <laughs> he made his face a black hole. Look, guys, I'm Aladdin. Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our force. Why couldn't Doug Collins be... I couldn't have ended up on Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen's show, right? He got the one Georgia guy to say the N-word while backing up with his ass out. But Doug Collins apparently has managed to, you know, remain, like, scot-free of that. So I feel like we should set up a sting operation for him, right? Where we just put, you know, uh, <laughs> what appears to be, uh, you know, someone on welfare, you know, eating well. And then just, you know, uh, like the welfare queen from Glow. We'll just have someone like her, like in the middle, like under a box with like a stick holding it up <laughs> and just have her like do her speech and just wait for him to go up and be like, oh, I knew freeloaders like you were ruining the system here in Georgia. I'm going to get. And then we drop the box on him and then boom, that's one less asshole in the state legislature in Georgia. But instead of freeloaders, he's like, I knew poop like you yeah. were ruining. No, the the N word is definitely coming out of, of him at some point. Well, he's yeah. too. He's like too. He's got too of a strategical mind for that. Oh, say, yeah. So he's going to say like the MC slur instead of the N word. Yeah, yeah. He's going to call them something else. Hearing him speak every time during these congressional uh, oversight committee meetings, it's just unbearable. Him and Jim Jordan both. It's Jim, just yeah. really tough to listen to. So it's yeah, it's with those two. It always is like, you know, one guy is a stereotypical backwoods hick sitting, standing there in Congress, you know, slapping his overalls against his chest and saying, I may be a small town racist from Georgia, but let me tell you something, Mr. Chairman, Mr. Chairman, let me tell you what, um, and Jim Jordan, who just like let a guy fuck a bunch of kids on the Ohio State wrestling team. So <laughs> I it's impossible to tell who's worse, really. Yeah, and then you have a homeboy every time they ask him like one question, they're like, What's your first name? He's like, Is that in the Mueller report? What page is it? What you know? I'm sorry, I'll refer you to the letter that the president sent me, uh, yeah. that I'm not allowed to discuss <laughs> what went on. And they're like, So let's get this straight. You were uh not employed by the cabinet during this time. And you were acting on behalf of the administration. He's like, uh, I, yes, I refer to my letter I just received. Yeah, I do not recall that current meeting. Uh, and he's like, uh, Mr. Mr. Chairman, the Georgia guy is like, Mr. <laughs> Chairman, uh, listen, this is very, I, I motion to motion to stop this bullshit. Motion to motion to stop this bullshit. And then they're like, all right, everyone say aye. Uh, everyone say nay. Nay. And they're just like, roll call. I want roll call called. And I'm just like, I was watching that and I was like, if I was one of these, like, if I was one of these people, I'd have to like, just beat the shit out of everybody yeah. on the floor. It's, it's like, so petty and mundane. Yeah. Watching the, the sort of like watching the government run, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is like so disheartening to think this is the like, even to get your like issue heard, you got to like put it out there and have like bumfuck Doug College just, you know get up there and shout over it or have someone who let a child molester run free, you know, railroad all over it. Right. And because they're like elected representatives, they just get to do that. Even though we know that they're like shitty, awful people. So the impeachment hearings, um, I forget the guy's name that they were questioning, but Trump's former campaign advisor. Um, I think he ran the campaign for Trump. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, they spent the first 20 minutes is just Doug Collins saying, we need to be civil. You are like leaving out uh, the policy. We didn't say point of order at yeah. the right time. And that takes 20 minutes, like Matt said, about the roll call 
bullcrap. And yeah. then the the rest of the three hours is just him being stonewalled. The one time that they actually got through to him was they allowed uh, advisors, like not actual people on the committee, but their lawyers yeah. to address the guy. And they caught him lying. Right. Like right away. Because yeah. they had someone who's trained in that profession. Yeah. Like, and they they caught him lying. And his defense was, well, I have like no ethical obligation to be true to the media because they always, yeah. uh, you know, paint <laughs> me in news. a bad light. Yeah, yeah it's all news. fake news. So yeah. I can be fake to the news. Yeah, I love the audacity of the guy to just be like, actually, huh, huh, actually, don't you guys know that actually I have zero... Uh, I'm not required to ever tell the truth ever. I've the president <laughs> told me in this letter. See, look, and he holds it up, and it's literally just crayon that says like fake news bad. And he's like, listen, this gives me legal. And then like someone off to the side's like, we want to like reiterate that this does not give him like like uh, you know, does not make him innocent in the eyes of the law at all. And so, Mister Man, you came here of your own cognizance. Yes, is that correct? Oh, yes, that's correct. Okay, well, this is a farce, okay? We really need to adhere to our strict state-run legislature, okay? This is how it needs to be. This is how we do it in Georgia, all right? We definitely follow all the rules, especially when it comes to voting machines here in Georgia. (laughs) See, here in Georgia, we don't get down to voting until we've we've got our hog wrestling done. Now, I haven't seen one hog be wrestled here. Yeah, see, here the problem is, one, you didn't draw the map to exclude the black people. That's one of the biggest problems, right? Because all the white people are talking, and the black people don't need to talk, okay? That's how we do it in Georgia. I have to ask, uh, why have the... I was gonna, why have the service boys been allowed in here to talk <laughs> to this committee? Those are elected senators, sir. He's like, wait, you telling me... That boop are elected senators <laughs> in the rest of this country. Why? Why my daddy, Mister 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 Slave Owning Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> they call my daddy the slave breaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not as entertaining as like British Parliament where they call each other assholes and doofuses and stuff. Okay. Where okay. they're like, "Point of order, you fucking idiot!" I hate. Okay. 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 You guys sent me that, right? And I get why people think it's funny and like watch it and think it's funny. I absolutely, I detest those fucking clips. I hate them so much because it is so, it is a fucking fantasy world that they're living in, right? They sit up there and they're like, the the Earl of Cornwallis is here to talk about his plan. Now, uh, sir, before you speak, you must uh, give uh, credence to the to the Mister F- uh, Floppington of uh, Earl of Cornwallis. Order, yeah. order! I preside over this Parliament. Sir, have you kissed the Queen's bosom before you spoke? <laughs> it's like shut the fuck <laughs> up. Well, it's like shut up. Uh, yeah, it's really annoying, but at least it's more real than like our elected officials, where they have to like have this sense of decorum, even though they fucking hate each other, right? Like, yeah, it's like it's real, right? But it's also depressing and because they're dealing with Brexit, and I, and I hate it because it's like this is this is like the the chambers of government, right? And you walk in, and it's just a bunch of old like white dudes right screaming and rolling their jowls and acting like this is like the you know uh you know life or death this is whatever right but it's just a bunch of dudes having an angry conversation but acting like this is like you know the height of civility and government like these people these are the people who got like fucking rule three quarters of the world right while while, like people in india were being like gunned down and murdered these assholes were having the exact same conversations they're having now (laughs) it's just a bunch of them sitting there going oh i can't have any cover i need to have my tea and crumpets oh you know give me some of that opium boy you know shit like that and it's just, they just murdered so many people. So many people suffer under them while they get to have their like LARP sessions where they get to act like men of government, right? Fucking annoying. I get why people go, oh, I wish we had this. I don't. If I was in that room with them, I would blow my brains out immediately. As soon as someone- I had to fight every single yeah. person in both, both instances. They're a bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah. It's appealing because it's entertainment. But thankfully, none of their decisions directly affect us. I mean, it affects us on like the world economy scale. But like 
Imagine living under that, realizing that Brexit is going to pass and with a no those deal. Those are the people, and that's the people. Those are the people who are gonna get you out of it. Imagine that going. Brexit's gonna fuck me, like directly fuck me. What are my government, you know, officials doing about? Can we just like instead of invading Iran, can we just like fucking invade Britain and like take over yes. Britain for them? Because like, goddamn, like. That's the thing. Like I saw this uh, this post, and it was like the Irish Simpsons fan, like the Irish yeah, Simpsons yeah, fans yeah. page, and it's just like <laughs> it's like now Britain, uh, now British people know what it's like to be ruled by British people. <laughs> like yeah. how it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, and how it fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, Matt. I, I I'm glad you bring that up. Yes, we should make the UK the 51st state of uh, of the uh, United States. Also. We need to invade Canada. Fuck off. Either free Northern Ireland or fucking do a deal where they like have free border. Like that's all the European Union wants. Like they just don't want to fucking repeat of like the early and late mid nineties. Yeah. Of the truck. Yeah. Like fuck off. Yeah. Their country is like we, we think our situation's bad, which it's not great. And, and people right. laugh at us. We laugh and suck the world. Yeah. But we could always be. The UK. Like, yeah. that's the one solace they we have. They have zero fucking room to talk about us. And that annoys me, right? Because I get, yeah, but look look at what you're fucking, look at who's in charge of you. Look at Boris Johnson. Like, he's not any better. Anyway, Matt, I was going to add that, yes, invade, make it the 51st state. We need to take out Canada, too. Um, uh, you know, one, because we need to take the CFL and abolish it, right? It's garbage. It sucks. We need to in- implement real American football up north because they are being oppressed by that shitty sport. And we got to stop. We got to stop these prime ministers from dressing up as Aladdin. <laughs> Say what you want about Trump, but there's no yeah. photos of him in blackface. There is not. Justin a- Trudeau's like. I can show you the world <laughs> like in blackface. Like, he's just like he's putting shoe polish on his face while he's singing it. Aladdin is light skinned. Yeah, in the fucking in the animated series, like in animated series in the fucking Disney movie. movie yeah, there's yeah. an animated series. Right? I, I think so. Yeah, but he's light skinned. He's not super dark. I don't. I don't. Maybe it's like the picture quality, but I don't understand. It's terrifying. Why he made his face midnight colored. <laughs> he made his face a black hole. Look, guys, I'm Aladdin. Ladies, like, this man. Wa- this man walks up to your girl, or this man walks up to your girl, fellows. What do you do? The, yeah. the creepiest part is he wasn't a fellow student. He was like a teacher. teacher. <laughs> he was a teacher. He was the adult in the situation. He fucking rules, dude. He has three pictures already of blackface. And he can't roll out anymore. He's like, I don't know if there's... He's just really enthusiastic about costumes. Aren't we all? That was his excuse. Haven't we all as white people been really enthusiastic about costumes? And you know, like, we dressed up as Tupac or Biggie or fucking MLK or whatever. And we put on blackface. We've all done it before. Oh, yeah. Who hasn't? Yeah. Like, what white person hasn't done it, you know? I maintain that if if at any point... So this is how you know if a costume is all okay for you as a white person. Does it require putting goop on your face at any point? That that it's not a fantastical character, right? You can sure you can put. Well, goop. Aladdin's fantastical. No, but he's a, a man. He's a he's a he's an Arab man. I'm talking about if you want to dress up as the Navi or a Smurf. Yes, you can put blue paint on your face. But if you're going, I want to go as this person, this man, and you go, oh, well, I need to put a bunch of shit on my face. No, stop it right there. Also. Like, I looked at his costume. I'm like, that's a good Aladdin costume. Sans the blackface. I just don't understand why he thought, no one's going to know who I am unless I don't, unless I put this shit on my face. And it wasn't just a oopsie that was like a lapse of judgment. It was like, this is fun. I'm going to do it multiple <laughs> yes. more times. Take pictures. I'm going to do it at the very least three other, or two other times. <laughs> at the very least. Very least. Well, here's we the do thing. not know. Here's the thing, right? Like, as a, as a person who like, is Caucasian spoilers? Yeah. Um, I've never felt the need to like wear a costume with blackface. Well, Even when I was young, I never was like, "Hey, I need to dress up," because I knew it was wrong. Like when I was a child, right? And, and Justin like, Trudeau, as a teacher, walks up into a school function with fucking shoe polish, not only on his face but on his hands, whole never- body. You know, like uh, his torso <laughs> yes. is black too. Yes, his whole body, like. <laughs> Fucking blackheads. I would say this. I would say he put it on his penis too. Yes, you may get away with right 
I would say this. If you must put shit on you, you may be able to get, get away with just giving yourself black hands, right? Leave the face alone, but make everything else black. You could, might be able to get away with that, right? But no, when you paint your face in such a way that literally your it disappears into the light, <laughs> like only your teeth and your eyes are shining. Rules. All he was missing was giant red lips. Right, like, like that painting, was the only like thing he was missing. Look, I'm Aladdin. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> he says, guys, you want to hear my Aladdin impression? Mm-mm, that yeah. was sure am good cooking. <laughs> 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 Look, guys, I'm Aladdin. Well, I don't know, Mrs. Gr- I don't know if I can go out there in that field. You know, like he just does a racist slave impression. People, people talk about, they're like, oh, you know, be careful what you post on Facebook because you might like one day run for president. This guy straight up did is, that. Is he did that. Minister. And the idea that this was never going to get out. Do you think he actually believed that, or he was naive? How enough? many how many elected officials though has, has come that. out recently that's had blackface? It's fucking rules. Like, yeah. I think every elected official just needs a blackface picture. Every, like when you get into Congress, you swear in on the Bible and you dress up in blackface. <laughs> every official elected before a certain year has to have done it at least once. There's a picture. Oh, there's one of Joe there. Biden. There's Absolutely. one of Joe Biden. Oh one hundred percent. Well, if Biden. you went to an Ivy League school, like Elizabeth Warren has one. Oh, you know. Well, she's been in blackface. Well, brownface for <laughs> for years. years. Yeah, I'm Native American. Let me get in. I want to say this. Maybe last thing about Trudeau is that um, he what he, the color he needed. Right, he needed Cuba Gooden Jr. and he went with Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so uh, we might be going to war with Iran. That's exciting. Fun. Even when we got rid of um, Bolton, right? Which Michael Bolton? No. <laughs> Ramsey Bolton. Is he Bolton. still alive? Michael Bolton's still alive, right? I don't know. Yeah, sure, sure enough. Okay, I believe that. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Michael Bolton. Yeah, the the, the Warhawk security advisor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bolton, yes. Uh, but so good news is it's purely defensive but what's funny is so if you aren't aware um there were missiles that attacked a giant oil facility in saudi arabia that i didn't realize we were already protecting with u.s made uh air defense systems yeah Yeah. and the rush because the missiles came through uh the russians were totally making fun of us (laughs) saying like look how crappy your technology is it was a drone strike right well it was missiles from from a drone drone. yeah Yeah. and the missiles and no one died there's the official report which you know we can always trust the official report yeah is it's iranian made yeah the yemeni rebels that it came from iran basically the yemeni rebels have uh said they claim the attack but everybody's skeptical because it was highly strategic and they don't have the weapons to reach the range. Well, what I've heard is that they've been just repurposing like reconnaissance drones and just strapping explosives to them. Yes, that's they they've been fl- they were like flying that. drones that like were mis- like they strapped a missile to them and flew the drone into right, right, the oil. Right, cuz like the the like I think the competing narratives right now is that they were like missiles launched from Iran or they were like Yemeni drones that carried missiles there and i and i i think that chapo mentioned that there were there are videos of like their guards there firing into the air which would lend itself to drones because mm-hmm. you wouldn't fire at a missile i mean i wouldn't put it past the saudis because they're fucking stupid and, and 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 their soldiers suck that they might see like icbms coming at them and think shoot them down quick before they hit us yeah you know? it's not conclusive um but you know obviously it's in Saudi Arabia's best interest didn't to I, push the narrative that it's Iranian. Didn't Iran say it wasn't them though? Like, weren't they? Oh, they did. Come, well, yeah, yeah they, they denounced it. Well, I mean, like, yes, you're going to denounce like an attack or whatever, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I feel like if the if they believed that the Saudi oil tanker should have been blown up, I feel like Iran's the type of country that would say, "Yeah, it was us." I, I don't know much about them, but I feel like they would kind of take credit for it yeah everybody's highly skeptical about what really happened right. and well, we don't we, need to jump to conclusions we have like a bunch of bases that are surrounding iran right we have like yeah. a fuck ton of bases surrounding iran and we're saying that we're putting more troops in there 
to protect Saudi Arabia, which like, why the fuck would we protect Saudi Arabia? That place is like literally the worst place on the face of this fucking planet. But they have oil. <laughs> they have oil. Well, no, why? Yeah. I'm just saying like right, humanitarian yeah. wise. Like, oh, yeah. You think this administration or any administration previous has cared, has cared at all? Yeah. No. Anytime humanitarian ideals, human rights, it's literally <clears throat> all a facade uh, because it's it's all real real politique, right? Like you 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 buddy up with the with the with, with like monsters if it suits you, you know you you kill monsters if it if it suits you. It's like it yeah none of it fucking matters. Mm-hmm. Also, like yeah we we basically like the like from this administration has talked about this attack like it's on U.S. soil. Like you know every I think the Onion had an article a few months back where it's like every. You know, every attack on a Saudi tanker is an attack on all of us. Right? <laughs> yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. Like that's our. And it's like, you know, and my even my Fox News watching dad said, I don't understand why Saudi Arabia gets attacked and then it's supposed to be us coming to help them. Well, you also know? the the report was like we jumped like a bunch of bitches because they were like we're only putting more troops in because Saudi Arabia asked us to. Like, yeah, like that makes right. it better. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, like also, you know, like since when is fucking the U.S. played like fucking ball with anybody, you know, like that? Like if they're just like, oh, like someone someone calls up and they're like, yo, we need help. Like we're fucking dying over here. And the U.S. is like, sorry, fam, can't do it. We're too busy killing brown people. And they like hang up the phone, you know? Oh, that literally happened with the last hurricane and the people trying to get in from the Bahamas. Like yeah. they just denied them passage into America. Um, it's, it's not great because, you know, the tensions are rising and everybody's like, this is the stupidest thing ever. We don't want to go to war with Iran. I would like to know who did it. If the real story ever comes out, I don't know. Yeah. Highly doubt it. In fairness, um, fuck Saudi Arabia and fuck their oil tankers. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. No one fucking died. Like, yeah. they didn't fucking kill anybody. Like, how, what can we say that? Like, no, we fucking, we killed civilians our last fucking strike. We killed innocent fucking civilians our yeah. last drone strike. Yeah, 30, like, like 30, uh, over 30, over 30 farmers, yeah, just peanut farmers, mm-hmm. farmers. Yeah. And we're like, we're so sorry, but like they didn't kill anybody. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's their 9-11. I think I also saw that. Oh, yeah. You saw, too, yeah, yeah you was that, uh, you know, that attack was basically Saudi Arabia, which 9/11. is, which is rich for, I mean, so many reasons, you know, chief among them being that Saudi Arabia is like pretty responsible for, for 9-11. 9/11. Yes. The irony. Also, like. Is it tragic anything that happens to Saudi Arabia? No. Is it tragic? No. To their oil refinery? What's tragic is that we're buddy buddy with oil companies and yeah. oil states. Well, like a state Except for Venezuela, because those are the no no people. Yeah, yeah. Those are the no no those are the Fucking wrong. Jack the- Ryan. We still yeah. <laughs> has that come out yet, man? I, it hasn't I, come I out yet. Check. Okay. It hasn't come out yet. Fucking Jack Ryan. That hasn't saved on his calendar. He's waiting. <laughs> yeah. It's like it was <laughs> every day I wake up. It's like one of those rip off calendars. It's like it's like, yeah. oh, it's not quite time yet. Next month, a non a Saudi Arabia with no oil. You, you haven't heard about it. Jesus Christ. You Iran just drone strike the Saudi Arabian oil tanker. Any casualties, sir? Absolutely none. Jesus fucking Christ. Jack Ryan. Get over there now. Gas prices in America are going to rise three cents a gallon until we stop, put a stop to those fucking Yemenis. We got to kill every last one of them. Finish the job. The public has to know what really happened there. If they know, they'll already be dead. That's what I'm saying. If they know about Saudi Arabia with no oil, they'll already be dead. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine? So slightly pivoting, uh, this wasn't on the docket, but uh, could you imagine like... In a situation where we actually have to live without oil, like what our country would look like if that actually happened, like It'd there be was chaos. oil scarcity. Yeah, it would be chaos. And you know who thrives in chaos? The Joker. <laughs> the Joker. The movie. The box office would skyrocket. Yes. People would have nothing to do but to go see the Joker. Just be- All the incels put on blackface, right? They're <laughs> like, you want to know how I said they? Boop, boop. Which is rich because the Joker puts on whiteface. Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna say like two graphs. It's like oil 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 volume, like production of oil 
decrease. Joker box office <laughs> skyrockets. Oh no, we have even more mesh. <laughs> and awards for child rapists also goes up with yeah. Roman Polanski's movie coming out. It's just people we look, we yeah, talked this last podcast. Is he a child rapist or is he just Polish? We don't know. Jury's still out. Well, he's also French too. So oh, it's, it's that makes it way worse. Yeah, you fringe. mix those two together, you're getting something. Yeah, yeah. I saw this great like thing, and it was like the only reason French dabble in philosophy is to to, to like justify their pedophilia. Can I? Okay. Um, since we're all very anti-Italian here, <laughs> I just so so I, I watched Do the Right Thing the other night. Nice and fantastic movie. Great, hilarious, the poignant even now. Um, but my suggestion for it, because there's a one point, right. Where like, it's a pretty infamous scene where basically it just gives each character like this one-on-one with the camera to air out this like racist rant against whoever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Spike Lee's character Mookie just goes on and on about how Italians suck. And I was like, see this part, see. And then, you know, of course, John Tutorial gives this thing about black people. And then the cops talk about Puerto Ricans and all that. Right. And also, we just watched the the Chinese Jew thing. The, the <laughs> Korean store clerk goes on about how much he hates Jews. So I think that was uh, like uh, poignant or prescient. And so I was like, okay, Spike Lee, I get what you're saying here, but I just want to, you know, maybe pull it back and say, well, Mook, everything Mookie said was true. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also, you should just make that the entire movie. <laughs> do uh, the right just, thing, but it's against Italians. It just, it's just like it's like it's like do the right thing, fade the black. Fade in, and it's just Spike Lee staring at the camera, just saying, "You dago wop, guinea rat, son of a," and it's just doing that for two hours, and then it just you know, and the curtains close, and that's it. It's a masterpiece. It's, a, it's it a, masterpiece. an Italian man who walks up, and he's like, "You think this is okay? You think this is fucking okay?" And we're just like, "Yeah, it's fine." Matt, so I had, so you said, um, uh, many pods ago, you said that. Um, every word is like the N word to Italian. Yes. <laughs> every word of the English language. I was going to say that I would add a qualifier to that. It's like every word that they don't understand is like the N word to them, which is like 90% of the English language. <laughs> I have one more Italian thing. I'm sorry. I'm getting this out. Oh, no. Fantastic. Yeah. This- I was getting my tattoo. Um, I got my, I got a tattoo last Saturday. And the guy giving it to me, he grew up in the Bronx. Hell yeah, brother. Let me see it. Oh, it's a swastika. That's cool. Go to my Twitter. You'll see what it is. Um, And the guy giving it to me was from the Bronx, right? He grew up in the Bronx. And he was telling me about how, like, his his school, like, and it won't, like, the demographics of his school is, like, it's all, like, uh, black folks and Puerto Ricans and all that. And he's like, there wasn't really many white dudes there, you know, some Italians. And I was just like... Italians aren't white. Italians aren't. I just, I just want to be like, yeah, mama mia. Oh, muzadella. I just want to like, I was like, I was like vibrating to like get my like Italian shit out there. But I had to like be a normal person because I didn't know if he would uh, accept me just literally diving into this. Like, hey, Mussolini. Yeah, he's a perfect guy. You know, like shit like that. I'm so, sure he'd be accepting and actually really appreciate it. I, I don't know. I'll Maybe I'll try him next time. Italians invented racism though. Like, so, Racism and fascism, yeah. best isms in the world. So. Yeah. So fuck Italian. <laughs> hey, this is my grandmother. Hey, hey, hey! hey let me show you this portrait hey, of Mussolini. It's it's like, the, ah, grandma, no. My favorite man is the Mussolini. I love mm-hmm. the Mussolini that the man makes. Oh, we're talking. We're not talking about Benito. We're talking about Mussolini down the road. Yeah. Mussolini's pizza, the best pizza in New yeah. Jersey. About the Mussolini. Yeah. <laughs> They make the best of sub sandwiches in the world. Don't ask him about the juice. Anyway, <laughs> so, got the docket. We, we have a do- we have a list, gotta, guys. It's yeah. Great. You got to move down, otherwise we're just gonna be on Oof. this all day. Oh man, no. We all this pod is just slowly like the Italian content is taking over, and it's probably for the best, honestly, <laughs> at this point. Um. So while we will never know truly uh, who attacked uh, Saudi Arabia. God rest their souls. Yeah, God rest the um, souls of those. God, oil. God bless the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, we do know uh, what Trump's foreign policy is towards Ukraine, and more specifically, his foreign policy towards, towards Hunter, Hunter Biden, Biden. Yeah, which is quite an interesting take. Um, so, okay, so Hunter Biden is on record saying that he smoked crack and been addicted to crack. So. I'm just curious, what does Trump think Ukraine will find out about Hunter Biden 
that we don't already know. That's somehow more incriminating. That's more incriminating to him being like, I was addicted to crack. So the whistleblower said that uh, Trump asked the president, the president of, the of Ukraine. Ukraine, who's currently engaged in a civil war, right. um, to investigate Hunter Biden, not just once, but eight times during this conversation. <laughs> eight times. He's like, like they kept trying to move on to like, Hey, so we really need, uh, you know, these troops and and, and these missiles let, uh, located let me, here. He's like, let me tell you, this is we need these troops, we need these missiles, we need something to push back. And he's just like, listen, Hunter Biden, okay, <laughs> this guy, real bad hombre. I know bad hombres when I see them. Give me, give me some dirt. Give me some dirt on him. And he's just like, Hunt, Hunter Biden. Like, does, does, does the president of Ukraine we'll know you, who Hunter Biden is? Who the, I highly doubt it. Who the, how, do you, how do you Americans say fuck is Hunter Biden? Yeah. Well, I guess it's like, does he have dealings there? I just. Well, okay. So Hunter Biden yeah. had a, he was on the board of directors for an energy company right. in the Ukraine. Okay. And Trump wanted to see if he was up to any shady business. Other than smoking crack. Well, crack's fine. <laughs> you know, but Trump smoked crack. Okay. I'm just okay. kidding, but um, well, I mean, I mean, we have no way. Of we don't know. He, we have no way of knowing he did. But, yeah. Crack, so, so the 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 bad part is, um, not necessarily that he was trying to, you know, interfere with the foreign government to help his own election. Right. Uh, it's also that it coincided with him refusing to give Ukraine aid. So yeah. he was trying to ex- not only just convince the Ukrainian president to do this, but yeah. extort him. Right. Which, like, again, we're back to, like, the human cost of not supporting, like, the Ukraine Ukrainians and their civil war. Yeah. It's like, but uh, what about Hunter Biden? Well, <laughs> so, I don't think we want the current Ukrainian president to be supported. Why does Trump He's give a fuck f- about Hunter Biden? Because it's like he just wants dirt because he because I guess he I, wants to fight Joe. Someone probably has told Trump that he's likely to face Biden. And so Trump is thinking, well, I have shithead sons who have a million incriminating things that could be dug up for literally less than nothing. So, but it's like, of course, Hunter Biden does. He's on record. (laughs) Go to to Joe's like high school and find his high school pictures in his yearbook where he put on blackface. Like, you don't don't have to go after Hunter. Or, uh, you know, just uh, ask him about corn pop. Yeah, exactly. Or well, here's a here's the ironic thing though is that like Trump doesn't understand that that didn't work against him. So why yeah. the fuck would it work against Joe Biden? Like, yeah. I don't know what he's thinking. He's like, like, oh man, Hunter Biden helped the Ukrainians, guys. It's just like Trump said, like, grab him by the pussy. Like, no one cares. Like, who? The- yeah, he said that. Like his his son Eric got divorced. Trump Jr. posted very like. This, this may actually be reversed. I can't tell the two apart. They're literally the same fucking person. But, you know, Trump Jr. is like posting himself at the gym, super sweaty pictures being like CrossFit today. So if that shit wouldn't sink Trump, then I don't see how. Again, he's been very vocal about the fact that he was addicted to crack. I just don't get this. <laughs> I don't get this. And somehow this might end up leading to possibly impeachment proceedings we're not even talking about impeachment but like they might they might actually try nancy pelosi's hinting at the possibility of it maybe her thinking about it one day sure (laughs) listen we couldn't nail hunter so we got to get joe i heard he had some dealings with this let me read corn Corn pop pop. corn pop fella someone get me okay get me corn you get dead you get Trump and Biden on stage and then they're debating each other. And Trump brings up Corn Pop himself, <laughs> thinking that it's some like tough guy that Joe Biden actually fought. And 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 Trump's saying something like, you know, I would have beat Corn Pop way more than Biden. <laughs> way more. We would have done a way better job. So I, I know about this Corn Pop. Tiny guy, little person, tiny man. <laughs> Joe Biden beats up on tiny men. <laughs> yeah. See, the problem is I was... I was a security guard for the Wendy's. I mean, the pool over here. And uh, my children... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the people I was watching, uh, they were a bunch of um, white... I know, I mean, poor people. Um, and the thing is... Uh, so this this fella, this fella named um, Pop Corn Pop, 
he walks up. Excuse my language, but fuck this guy. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I know this is a family event, but like, fuck this guy. He was a real bad mumbo jumbo walking up with his pants hanging below his waistline, wearing his hat slightly tilted yeah. to the <laughs> side. to take place in the 60s. And yeah. he, he's wearing a do-rag. He had a boom box that was playing Fight the Power. We called him Radio Rahim. I mean, Cornball. Cor- he was wearing a shirt with a comic book character, Black Panther. And I was like, not in my, not in my white You're telling me this pool. panther is black? No way. You know, not in my pool. So I walked up to him and I said, hey, mister, I know you've had a hard day's work at the, the racism factory. Yeah. The, we the all people, turn, in our, turn in our shifts. The there. people being racist towards you, factory. But you're not allowed to dive. And he was like, yo, man, listen, I've had a hard day and like I'm tired. He's like, I'm not having any of it. So you can just go ahead and leave here, fella. And he, you know, he put out. He put out uh, some razor blades. Yeah. In a, he, pulled, he, he had one hand covered in claws. <laughs> His face was burned. You, know, was how, you, know, how, you know how they you know how they used to do? They used to take a razor blade and bless it and leave it out in the sun till it dries up you so know, much. You know to what they used to do? They used to get a lynch mob and and burn the the, the burn the child fuck the, the janitor up. And but he he was innocent. He didn't touch those kids. But now he's come back to kill them in their dreams you know we used to lay them out in buckets and, and the rust or you leave it in the rain gutter overnight for like three days you know how we used to play stickball we all know <laughs> how we used to play stickball in the streets and then we said oh fellas guys stop playing stickball there's corn pop he's coming he's a bad mumbo jumbo he was known as the toughest dude in our neighborhood with his his hat slightly tilted to the side and his less than perfectly pressed clothing so you know the janitor who who he did all the pools and he was white he was a fellow white man uh he took me down to like the place where the maintenance guys do things down below the pool. And he's like, here, take this noose. I mean, piece of fence out there and just wrap it, tie it around his neck. He brought me down. He gave me a, a machete and a ski mask. He said, kill them for me, Jason. Kill them. <laughs> he brought Mommy me, wants you to kill them. Mommy wants you to kill them all. He brought me down. And he told me, as soon as I go out there, scream, help, I'm a white man being accosted by an African-American. He told me to call the cops immediately. <laughs> just just tell him he's having a picnic with his family. They'll be here in oh, 25 seconds. The cops pull up, oh, Father O'Malley, it's not a corn pop again. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do we have to tell you, black fella? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was about the recount of... Uh, Joe Biden's well, corn pops. And he just keeps talking about, like, so, like, I'd heard this story before, and this was something that had come up earlier um, when he's, you know, when his campaign was sort of first starting getting started. And um, basically, so, like, the you know, the, the media now loves, like, gaslight people about Joe in that no matter how shitty he does, no matter the fact that his, like, eyes are bleeding and, like, his teeth are falling out, they say, well, he... You know, and they'll, they'll take a clip where he puts one sentence together and goes, he was so solid. He was put together. Right. And this was they pushed a story to say, well, people say that Joe Biden is behind the times on race. Well, look at this story about him from the 60s accosting a black teenager, <laughs> a, pool, a street tough, a gang member named Corn Pop. He called them Esther Williams. But he apologized. Yeah. Also, too, it's like I don't know who that who is Esther Williams. It was, she was a swimmer oh. in the back then, like okay, because like so like okay. So if I remember Joe's like rambling, telling him the story is that um, you had to wear like a ski cap. The guy was wearing a ski cap because he had pomade in his hair. No, you, if you had pomade in your hair, you had to wear a ski you, cap, okay, and okay. he wasn't. He just had and pomade. So in Joe his Biden's hair. like, you can't. Okay, hey, Esther Williams, don't do that, right? And the guy's like, what the fuck did you just say to me? And Joe said, oh, I'm so fucking sorry. Please don't, please don't hurt me. Please, please, oh God, I'll do anything. Don't hurt me. What and if that's his, like his story. 
I just don't know the purpose. I guess I know the purpose is that he's saying I'm cool with like the black fellows, right? Yeah, I used I yelled that one one time. But yeah. he 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 decided to take the chain and like go out there, and then he like ended up saying like I'm sorry I called you that, but blah blah. And he said he puts up the he puts up the, the rusty razor blade, he puts it back in the rain bucket for another day. <laughs> yeah, and it's like no, it's cool, man. And it's like what? <laughs> like I don't think that one. Don't think this story happened too. Even if it did happen, like. I, I, I meant, I'll, I'll, I'll say, I do think this happened because Corn Pop is a real person. Yes. Who, who was known in the area and Joe was actually like, so I believe this happened. What I don't understand is like why, why it keeps being told, right? Because like the, the like Cory Booker's shit with like the, the dealer named T Bone, that certainly didn't happen, <laughs> right? That was completely fabricated. But this, Feels like okay, I can see this being real. I just don't know why the fuck what he keeps talking. Does it serve? And see, like, what's hilarious though is like people say, "Oh, well, like, see, he's down with the black folk. Like, he's talking to Corn Pop, like he's a human this being, is, like, right?" And then like it's like, and, th- and then they're all shit on Bernie. It's like Bernie marched with Dr. Martin Luther King, like you know, which it's like Joe did not do. Yeah. No matter how many times he tells you, he'll he'll bald face lie. He will look at people in the face and lie about how he was marching in the streets and shit. And he was just fundamentally not. So one of the totally unrelated, sorry, like my mind just jumped track real quick. Um, why is it cool that Elizabeth Warren was brown facing for 20 plus years? Uh, Matt, people will tell you it was cool because her parents just told her, yeah, we're part Native American. And she just swallowed it completely. And, decided and only used it like to, like to get into to, to get ahead in the world. Like her, try her white privilege yeah. wasn't enough. She had a. Right, like, yeah. Like, like well, not only that, so she just like so she took her white privilege, but she also took like tried to take. She yeah. tried to take like what is it clout chasing? What is it like? You know where you take a, uh, what is it called? Where, where you where you say like oh I'm a like if I like let's say I'm not like I, I'm not I'm not trans, like you're a right? gamer. Well, let's say like I'm not trans, right? And I'm just like oh I'm trans. You can't say that to me. What is that called? It's it's not clout chasing. It's I something. Know. Anyway, yeah, same, she she yeah, did that. Thing, yeah. She did that to the Native American community. She never tried to help them. She's never been a part of that community. Yeah, it's literally yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, Sorry, I, I know I, my 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 yeah. mind just jumped, and I, I had no. To ask it, it, it's weird that like you know Trudeau's being brought up, and he should be brought up, but Warren like literally did that for yeah. for a long time. And it's interesting that the media has realized that Biden isn't their number one guy anymore but also and now they're pushing the warren narrative but so so they they won't attack warren they'll defend biden they'll attack bernie yeah. right they'll like defend all these people who are just like reprehensible individuals right yeah but then they like shit on a 16 year old autistic girl who's like trying to fight climate change yeah. right like they'll just be like look at this dumbass it's like what like yeah, she's not, not delivered a speech perfectly in her yeah, second language in her second language and she also was diagnosed with a like a strain of like autism that's like very non-verbal and she stated herself the only time i talk is when i have something to say like she has something to say which is yeah. super important and you know i'm greta thunberg is who we're talking about it's sad that more obviously people are waking up to it but you have this weird backlash towards a child and you have yeah. uh, our our boy, you know, hot take Carlson saying stuff like, uh, you know, she's a pawn. They're like using children to push their liberal agenda, which yeah. you always see this anytime kids are involved. They did it with David Hogg and the shooting and gu- yeah. gun reform. It's just anytime a child has something to say to discredit them, you say, oh, look at the liberals using children to yeah. uh carry out there i do propaganda. think that's a good i mean just maybe a quick aside with the carlson stuff is that i think we had on a few pods back say that he you know was critiquing capitalism and all that right but just a re- reminder of where he like truly stands is like that stuff making fun of 16 year olds and well, then with well, Asperger's. yeah the leftists are doing it too oh right? yeah so they're like the and they're ones. doing it even more aggressively like there's a and and obviously like it's not representative of everybody, but there's a lot of people who are like quote unquote leftists, right? Who who say they're socialists and they're saying like, oh, she's an idiot because she's not critiquing capitalism. And it's like, no, she just like gives she doesn't want the fucking planet to boil yeah. while she's alive. Like you can care about like 
I don't she's understand. 16. I don't understand. Like she, it, where, the, where this notion that you can't give a fuck about two things at once comes from? Like, can we not, like, try to overthrow capitalism, but also, like, get rid of racism at the same time? Like, we have to just overthrow capital. We can't, like, we can't even deal with racism. We can't deal with environmentalism while trying to overthrow capitalism. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of, like, leftists who who believe that, that uh, it's just like, like, yes, capitalism is a root cause of a lot of shit and we do have to get rid of it and and doing shit in the interim isn't really going to help that much. But like at the same time, like we shouldn't allow like our fucking planet to boil over while we try to overthrow capitalism. Because like, if we can't overthrow capitalism, then we're fucked. Like our planet's fucked. Yeah, praxis doesn't really matter if uh, climate change comes and wipes us all out. Yeah, and and the biggest thing is like also the the, my my favorite thing is the people making fun of her don't like they they're not doing anything. They don't do shit. They're not doing anything. They just tweet. They tweet all fucking day, and they don't run. They don't run for office. They don't have any substantial critiques. They just like shit post and they shit on her for like giving a fuck as a sixteen year old autistic girl see matt see going out into the world and like doing things that's not cool all right you know what's cool is literally never doing anything with your like having literally having a podcast that's having a podcast but doing nothing and only posting and tweeting and you know you know looking at people who actually do things and saying, well, they're dumb and they don't do things exactly. as Politicians dumb. We can all say that all politicians are dumb. They're stupid. And like, they don't try and help. And we can like sit there and we can be keyboard warriors against fucking politicians because they put themselves out there. They're making so much fucking money. They, most of them don't give a fuck. There are like very few politicians actually give a fuck. And then you have a, a, a 16 year old girl who comes along isn't isn't fucking making i mean she might be making money off of it but like she's not that's not her goal she gives a actually gives a fuck about the environment she's an activist she's not a fucking politician so that means she actually does shit and then you have these people who don't do jack shit like just shitting on yeah sorry i got so heated but it's been pissing me off it's it's like no it's like um yeah as the wise man says like actually doing things is is dumb and for um cringe artists the real cool people never do anything and just tweet about how dumb other people are. And yeah. And what's sad, the world. what's sad is you have what Matt was talking about, this like weird resistance to people actually doing stuff. And that leads to people seeing that. And then instead of joining in and helping out with Greta's movement, they still feel isolated. So they are removed from that. And now you have the rise of something way worse than just keyboard warriors, which is eco-fascists yeah. who are like, People who realize that the planet is going to shit and the solution is to eradicate the immigrants who are going to eat all our food when it runs out. Yeah. So if we had the choice to like stop Bolsonaro from fucking burning the Amazon rainforest, right? Or or like, you know, we, we say, okay, well, we have we have 10 years. Right. And so we can we have one choice right now that we can do. We can either like stop Bolsonaro from burning the rainforest and like we can actually like try and save our planet. Or we could further the destruction of capitalism by two fucking years, right? Which would you rather do, like, in this point, right? And I'd say, like, we need to we need to save the planet. Like, like the thing that's very prescient right now is, like, we have to, like, we do. We have to save the planet, yeah. you know? And it's, it's uh, this whole idea, like, this whole weird fucked up, like, since since a Marxist viewpoint of the world is structural, we can't care about things other than the structure of capitalism itself doesn't make any fucking sense. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like we talked about like last pot, it's like taking out like the, but like just laying that structure and saying like, like everything fits that, like we're still going to have problems, you know? Outside Mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Or or not, that wouldn't be solved by just, that we can't so to reference what I think you were talking about is that we can't hold cops accountable on an individual basis. We can only look at it as a group or yeah. we can't hold the individual ever responsible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, you can't like do both things at once. You can't get healthcare reform and fight climate change at, at one time. But yeah. the thing that is just so upsetting, and obviously this is why Greta's doing what she's doing, is because it's not it's a uniquely like huge challenge to 
and like I don't even know how to phrase fight climate change because it's not even like yeah. stopping it. It's like trying to slow its inevitable coming and the repercussions. It reduce, yeah, it's effects. Or at least, at the very least, plan ahead for the future and think yeah. sort of outside of your short-term I'll be ideas. Their, our pants down. Because basically what is going to happen is all our problems now aren't going to go away. They're just going to intensify. Worse, yeah. It's like the weather. Like people think that uh, for some reason, like it has to be a night and day that it's going to be a flip of the switch and oh, climate change is here. It's just constantly dialing up yeah. everything, all these pressure points to the point, you know, we don't know how far we can go. Like the, the, the creepiest part is that scientists have an idea of what's going to happen, but they don't know like if species of insects die off yeah, or great uh, like specific grains die out because the crop of crop failure, they honestly have no idea because this has never happened before. Yeah. And so that uncertainty is also unsettling. And it's like, oh, just stick our heads in the sand and pretend this doesn't. Yeah, yeah but some matter. Some grad student from fucking Australia is going to critique a 16 year old autistic girl for wanting to change the world. I wonder who that could be. I, <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, good. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I think just like just because someone is not. It's just like, yeah, it's just they're so concerned with being cool. You know, that's Which, like, like being being Marxist isn't cool to begin with. Like you're already a nerd. Not according <laughs> to them. Like it's what's cool is that you're a Marxist who also like hates anyone who tries to do anything. Well, socialist yeah. now is just like a. It's like a lot of people are socialist just for like the social aspect of it, right? Like they're just yeah. kind of like so, like like a lot of people are like middle class. Like you know they're like professional managerial class or they're they're like yeah like we just need to like you know have a bunch of polyamorous sex and like socialism's awesome it's like they don't actually give a fuck about people they're the people who like they're the people who pull what we call what we in the business call pulling a lizzo and where they like where they have a uh african-american woman deliver not deliver their postmates and then they bitch about them right so like that's the that's the thing like a lot of these people like they don't they don't give a fuck about people, right? Like it's just like it's a it's a social signifier for them to yeah. talk about. Which is I don't want to fat shame, but like maybe it's a good thing that your food didn't get to you. Fucking <laughs> well, no, and at this point, like, yeah, at this point, it it I think it's very fair to 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 do that because she also she put on blast a worker in a precarity a precarious job to yeah. her millions of followers. Yeah, basically sick like dogs on her. And yeah, like, I didn't get my and then every every <laughs> other person's like, yes, queen slay, and it's like, yes, it's, fuck her I up. think Lizzo, I think she kind of represents like the height of like the the like the liberal project, right? Because she's like, she's just like she has like two, you know, signifiers. Like she's fat and she's black, so she has <laughs> these two like identifiers that are. Well, she's a woman too. Yeah, three yeah. signifiers. Yeah. yeah, so she has these three signifiers, and and then she she is part of the bourgeois class. She puts this this worker on blast who is also fat and black and a woman. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they like, I'm, I'm not being mean. I'm just anyway. Um, and so they're like, yeah, like, uh, you know, go girl. Like you fuck up that girl who makes probably like $7 an hour. Yeah. For like not giving you your fucking what? Fourth your meal food. Of the day. Yeah. Like, it's you'll be okay. Yeah. You're fine. Trust me, honey. You're fine. Go get your own fucking food. Go get your own food. Seriously, if you're gonna do that to yourself, go out and get it yourself. It don't have it have it brought to you on a fucking platter. But when it's not brought to you, you fuck you. You say no. This person, yeah, fucking. She was just she was just really pissed off because her like her like rose water spritzer boy wasn't working that day yeah. because his like his entire family died in a tragic fire and she's like i'll give you the day off peasant and she threw 50 cents at him she says buy yourself a nice the, uh, <laughs> buy yourself a nice slice of bread the man who oil who, who ladles oil over her was, was, that, was that with carpal tunnel so yeah <laughs> i think a lot of this uh animosity bat comes from the fact that you and i have both uh, been in those type of jobs. Yeah. yeah. See, it's different though when in our situation is we just had a bunch of poor whites yelling at us. So the class, you know, warfare thing didn't kick in. Uh, yeah. But it's a little different when you have, you know, people in the area we currently live in and then also Lizzo who are super wealthy people, very powerful people 
using their armies well, to this is, degrade, yeah. uh, you know, can more I, people. This is, how, this is how, like, out of touch these types of people are, okay? So, I'm not going to say any names, but I was recently talking to a person, um, I'm not even going to say their gender, who happens to work <laughs> for a, um, let's just say, a United States military defense contractor. You both have met him. Uh, yeah. Them. them you both have met them this individual <clears throat> entity and so we were walking down the street and they said um i don't tip my uber drivers because uber drivers make a lot of money yeah. and i said that's not true at all you're fucking lying that's exactly i said that like dead straight to his to yeah. their face <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you're really, you're really to Joseph just, Smith's face. Yeah. <laughs> you're really, yeah, you're really nailing this like clandestine speaking right now. Yeah. Um. Damn. Um. Can I just say this? Okay. So I like Lizzo's album. If you right? fucking work for Raytheon, why are you talking about <laughs> fucking Uber drivers? You imperialist shithead. You're fucking rich. Yeah. Like why? Uh, tip your fucking drivers. They make a lot of money. No, they don't. Fuck off. Yeah. Matt, you're 100% correct. Yeah. They're like contractors. They get paid like, if you look at like hours versus like, like they have to take care of their cars, like they end up not making that much. And a tip is literally just a fucking, uh, you know, kindness, right? Not even a kindness. It's like what it's necessary. Uber basically says your tips will pay your way because we won't, you know. Anyway, I was going to say I like Lizzo's album, but I I have found the um, sort of mystique built around her to be not, I don't dig it, right? Because it's like, it's gone from like, oh, she's like a powerful woman, right? She's like confident, strong, whatever, to nothing I ever do or say is wrong. Oh, so she's doing the Megan Trainer thing, right? Where Megan Trainer was like, Oh, like female empowerment, whatever, whatever. And then yeah. she's like, but also I'm a God. Like, <laughs> right. No, like, like empower being an empowered woman means that you can't ever criticize anything I do. Like, like music critics who weren't too fond of her music. She went after them and said, and basically just talked shit on them and saying, you guys don't make music. You have no right to say this about me, blah, blah, blah. Right. This worker doing that. Um, yeah, and just like with like again, I don't want to like say that anyone who's overweight should feel awful about it and should want to like die or anything. I'm just saying that taking the whole like being very o- overweight and then saying no, actually this is good and that um, this makes me empowered that I don't care what I put in my body and that I make myself look this way. Uh, I'm you know I say like plenty of people are overweight and it's not much their choice. They don't have you know access to good food or they can't go to the gym or whatever. Right. And, you know, I'm not saying that anyone should fundamentally feel awful about themselves, but when you have literally access to anything, any type of food you want, all the exercise, all the personal trainers, and you still act like it's some empowered choice to just eat Big Macs and fries all day. It's just, to me, it just smacks of, I literally can never do anything wrong. And if you come at me, I'll say you're being sexist against me as a woman, right? Because it's my empowerment that allows me to sort of live like this. And if you say anything against it, I'm going to come at you, right? Anyway, that's my toxic masculinity of the day. It all has to do with the position of power, you know, like, look where she's at. Um, You know, it's not it's not body positivity anymore. It's exerting my will for this sheer sake of like that power rush. Hedonism. Well, there's sort of, yeah. And also like, I'm going to like be an asshole real quick. Cause I used to be a fat motherfucker, but like, um, also there's a difference between like being fat and being that fat. Like, I I don't know. Like, (laughs) like I don't, I, I still don't understand how people get like that fucking big. Like I'm, I'm, Call me an asshole or whatever. Like, I just don't. I don't. Like, I'm just like, how the fuck? Are you just, like, not doing anything all day? Like, do you just not walk or... Yeah. I don't know. I had the, I had a conversation with someone the other day. I'm an asshole, though, so don't listen to me. It's fine. She'll remain nameless. But um, uh, we talked about how it's sort of weird how... I mean, people in her position or people in sort of... I mean, even in my, like, position, right? Where, where it's like... 
to like I, you know, treat myself, I put that in quotes, to like Taco Bell like on Friday nights, right? That's like a, a meal I look forward to. And we talked about how it's sort of fucked up that, you know, people talk about treating themselves to fast food when for a lot of people, that's like their only option, the only option mm-hmm. they can afford or that's like economical to them at all. And to think of like a meal like that as a treat, as like a delicacy or like 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 a gift or something when it's like for a lot of people, that's literally all they can have and that's all they can consume. I don't know. It's just, you know, thinking of like class differences that way. I was like, yeah, it's sort of fucked up. I, I look forward to eating Taco Bell on Fridays, right? And the thing is, that's not your fault for being in that position. It's the system. It's the 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 world we live in, the country we live in, where yeah. the idea that like people deserve certain human basic rights yeah. uh, is like privileged. Right. Like it's like I pay more money to eat healthier food every day of the week and i look forward to the day where i spend you know less than i would on like a few days groceries on a meal that is supremely unhealthy right but Mm -hmm. that's delicious but yeah it's fucked up that i like imagine talking to someone who's like i survive off like the one dollar tacos because that's all i've got nobody's like oh that's awesome i've seen yeah i've seen um i've seen ways to eat healthy for cheaper than like it costs for fast food but i think the biggest thing is like also we have to like put into perspective though it's like the the uh like the ease right like because these people need like yeah exactly well because these people like need the 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 ease of eating fast food every day because they're too busy like working Working. because they don't want to like die you know so like they they go and get fast food because like they don't want to go home like after you know a twelve plus hour shift and like probably have cook. kids have who are complaining cook. that they're hungry. Yeah, yeah. So and you have forty million Americans who are at risk of like uh, what's the term food food scarcity basically like uh, food desert. Yeah, uh, they're you know having to forego meals. That's not a, that's not like a small amount of people. That's forty million in yeah. our own country. So fun fact: um, Jeff Bezos could solve world hunger. Um, also fun fact, like I was talking to you guys about the, uh, very excellent series on Amazon. Let's pivot real quick. The boys, the boys. The yeah. Boys, because yeah. like the boys are together here doing the podcast, you know, there's a podcast just for the fellas, ladies. If you're listening, please yes. continue to listen. One specific lady get off right now. This is the boys only part. Pl- like, please continue to listen, but also like, just no. know that like the boys are superior and the girls are inferior anyway. Um, yeah, I don't see any, sh- any show called the girls, the girls, Fuck. it's the boys, baby. <laughs> It's the boys, baby. <laughs> so what's hilarious is like, so this is based on a, a Garth Ennis comic. And um, he's like, so Garth Ennis is notorious for like hating superheroes to like the nth degree. Like he just, he writes a bunch of comics. Like he wrote Preacher and he wrote like a couple of different things that like aren't superheroes. And then he's like, he wrote a comic literally about how much he hates superheroes called The Boys, where he writes these regular people wanting to beat the shit out of superheroes because yeah. they're like really bad people, right? Yeah. And so this Amazon series comes on and I like literally did schoolwork like the entire morning. And I was like Friday and I was like, fuck this dude. Like I just wanted to like turn my brain off. And I sat in front of a TV for eight fucking hours watching the boys. Right. And turn my brain off. And what was hilarious was like one of my, uh, one of my last vestiges of like pop culture podcasts. I still listen to the weekly planet. Um, they haven't, they had an episode on the boys and one of the hosts, so I can't take credit for this idea, but he made me think and I, I started like watching it. Like I started thinking about it in a different light. So the boys is about this group of normal people who want to beat the shadow superheroes because they're terrible people. But these, these superheroes are bankrolled by a company. Yeah. Right. This big company. And this company makes like a bajillion dollars off them because they make movies about them and they, they have, t- uh, you know, uh, TV shows and they have like action figures, stuff like in our world that right. like, but with the actual superheroes. Yeah. And so um, within this, it's like showing that like that's bad because like that company only cares about profit and stuff like that. But one of the guys pointed out, he's like, yeah, he's like, fuck Disney, right? He said, fuck Disney, signed Amazon, the small company yeah. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, it is we- it, yeah, that is weird, right? That you're seeing this sort of anti, you know, 
like cap like I guess anti capitalist in the sense or anti corporate message yeah. in it from a show produced by like the biggest corporation on the planet. Like one of the biggest corporations on the planet. It's a good show though. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it's I've heard it's quintessential to the dudes rock movement. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the dude series uh, along with Pulp Fiction. Uh any well any Tarantino Joker. Film. The Joker. The Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Just keep them rolling. Dude, dude's special. We'll have a dude uh movie review. Fight Club. Yeah. Only Fight re- Club. Fight Club's very bro. Bro, yeah. Um what else? What else we got? So what's some more dude shit? We got Shrek. anything Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> we got uh, all of Christopher Nolan. Very good Kino. Um, oh, yeah. Star Wars, but only the ones without women, right? Like, so the prequels, the original, the, these new series, no, that's not dude rock. Blade Runner 2049, is that bro? Is that dude? Uh, it could be, it's like film bro. I don't know, a woman. Mad Max. A woman beats up a man in it, and that's not very bro. Oh, yikes. Mad yeah. Max, but like. Not cut Fury out, Road. <laughs> yeah, like cut out the part where Furiosa like does stuff. It's just yes. Max. <laughs> so it's like 15 minutes. Yeah. It's just Tom Hardy with like the chain on his face the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, anyway, join us next week for the bro, bro pod, which is every week. The bro pod. <laughs> just, just a pod with our fellows, you know? No, well, so I think what we should do next week is we're going to do a live recounting. We're going to do our own version of the corn pop tale. We're going to, we're going to write a script we're gonna assign characters, and we're gonna we're gonna re- recite it. <laughs> well, I the test. I have to be the southern debutante woman yeah. that's like, oh my stars and goddess, here comes corn pop walking to the pool. Please, someone help us, a black man. I'm gonna play Joe. I'm like, there he was, corn pop, the <laughs> biggest gang leader in the whole city. Him and his two lieutenants sitting side by side. Jimmy the Armenian and Oscar the other Armenian. <laughs> two kisses. That's what they wanted. Let me pass. Back in those days, kisses was currency. I never <laughs> I never knew back then what would transpire after that summer. <laughs> <laughs> back then, men settled their, settled their differences by kissing. It wasn't gay. Kiss another man on the lips. <laughs>